Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is the final episode of the NFL season preview series. Uh, joined alongside Kevin Walter again. Uh, we recently just wrapped up doing all eight division previews. So I hope you guys enjoyed those. Now we're just going to preview the playoffs and what we think is going to happen based off of our uh, division champions and wild card winners. And just go through, run through the whole playoff bracket for you guys. So, uh, anything you want to say before the final episode, Kevin? Let's just talk a little playoff football. Getting excited just thinking about it. All right. Hopefully, I pray that we actually make it to this point in the season. But <laughs> don't. I hate it when people say that. Well, no, I'm saying hopefully we make it. Yeah. Thinking positive. All right, we're gonna. So I'm gonna run through my whole AFC side of the bracket. Uh, then Kevin will run through his, and then I'll go through the NFC. He'll go through his NFC, and then we'll be done. Um, so my first AFC uh, wildcard matchup is the six-seed Kansas City Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champions, at my, one of my uh, breakout teams this year, the number three Denver Broncos. Um, I have the Chiefs prevailing in this matchup. I just think Broncos are a very young, uh, inexperienced team. They're, they might be one year away from being a real title contender, but I think Drew Locke and that young trio on offense takes a big step forward this year. Uh, they've got some veterans on defense. They, they need some young guys to step up. I think throughout the year they might do that, and by a well-coached Vic Fangio team, it's going to lead them to some success. But at the end of the day, this Chiefs team is experienced. Uh, as we saw last year, they've kind of been there, done that, and they're going to put up, find a way to put up, I think, 35 points a game at least. And I don't know if in the playoffs the – the Broncos' young offense is going to be able to compete with uh, what the Chiefs got out there. In a, in a high-scoring battle, probably I got the Chiefs uh, prevailing, moving on to the divisional round. The next one is the seven seed. Remember, there are now seven playoff teams uh, in each conference, so that's a big addition. Seven seed Indianapolis Colts of the AFC South uh, going to the number two seed Houston Texans. Before, obviously, the two seed would have a bye as well, so this is unique. Um, the Texans, I have them prevailing over the Colts. Uh, the Colts are a dark horse, not really a dark horse team, but I think a team who, who could make some noise. I got the Texans just winning this one because of the home field advantage, but if Phillip Rivers pans out, they have a ta- talented roster around him. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, uh, rookie receiver Michael Pittman. You got Paris Campbell, who's a pretty solid receiver, and a solid trio of running backs with, uh, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, and Naheem Hines, and a very young and improving defense. But I think Deshaun Watson is just a winner, uh, as we saw last year in the playoffs and the comeback against the Bills uh, throughout his whole college career. He just finds a way to win, especially on the biggest stage. and No bigger stage than the NFL playoffs, really, in the world. So I have the Texans prevailing over that Colts team and moving on to the divisional round as well. Then I have the five-seed Ravens going to the four-seed Bills and winning that game. Uh, I think the Ravens, top to bottom, are roster-wise the best team in the AFC. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson, after two disappointing playoff games and to start his career in a row, gets over that hump, uh, finds a way to beat the Bills. It's going to be a, a very good game between two defenses and two up-and-coming teams in this league, so... I think it's going to be a contest, but I have the Ravens prevailing. What I'll set up one seed Pittsburgh Steelers hosting 
the six seed came out, and I have the Chiefs bringing one again. Uh, so that would be sending the six seed to the conference title game, uh, a very rare feat that we see in the NFL. But I think by this point in the year, the Big Ben might have worn off, and maybe his arm, his arm just shot at this yeah. point. Um, I don't also have faith in James Conner to stay healthy throughout the year. Uh, Benny Snell is an okay back. I like McFarlane, the young guy, but at this point in the year, I don't know if Conner will still be on this to really run the ball on these. I think a great defense in, in Pittsburgh, but the Chiefs uh, have a great offense, as we've talked about before, from top to bottom, and a solid enough defense where I think uh, Big Ben with, a tired arm and a lack of a running game at this point of the year. Also, by the way, Leonard Fournette is signing with the Bucks. Just got the tweet notification, so big news there. Um, wow. But I, I think the Chiefs find a way to outscore the Steelers um, in another in a not a high scoring affair, but the Chiefs are definitely the uh, superiorly superiorly talented offensive squad and going to. Take care of the Steelers. I think the next game in the divisional round, I have the Ravens prevailing over the Texans. Um, that would set up uh, a matchup of, or that's that's a matchup of Lamar Jackson, uh, two of the better young quarterbacks in the league. Would be uh, exciting uh, to see those teams face off, but I think Lamar Jackson's going to be on a mission and he's going to find a way to go to Houston and beat the Texans who don't really have a talent that much of a talented roster, probably at this stage in the playoffs, the least talented roster in the NFL and the Ravens prevail there. And then an NFC title game of arguably the uh, most talented and intriguing quarterback right now, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I have the Ravens prevailing uh, Lamar Jackson getting over those early playoff woes and making it to his first ever Super Bowl. Uh, that'll be an exciting game. Definitely a shootout, I think. But at the Ravens uh, probably have the best defense in the NFL, I think. And that's going to give them the edge against the Chiefs over the Broncos, then Texans over the Colts, Chiefs over the Steelers, Ravens over the Texans, Ravens over the Chiefs, putting the Ravens into the Super Bowl. All right, so let me just set set the table for you, for the listeners. We don't know the others' picks. Like, we didn't go over our picks beforehand. So, yeah, just interesting to, to see how it worked out, because you'll see um, it's, it's a similar thing that I have, but Different first round matchups for me. So I have the four seed Buffalo Bills um, winning the AFC East. They get the four seed last division uh, winner against the five seed Denver Broncos. And we saw last year how Josh Allen sort of got to the playoff game. Uh, it was a really entertaining playoff game between the Bills and the, and the Texans. Um, a lot of crazy stuff happened and a lot of questionable decisions, I would say, from. Josh Allen down the stretch, um, sort of some things that they could have done better. I think that Bills team could have easily won that game last year, and I think sort of going into this season, it's gonna you're gonna see Josh Allen sort of grow from that. And we just we just broke down the AFC West. Um, the Broncos are a really good team, but another thing that they'll have working against them here is Drew Locke will be playing in his first playoff game. 
And it's rare that we really see an NFL quarterback like shine in his first NFL playoff game. Uh, I don't know the exact record off the top of my head, but first first quarterbacks playoff games are not they do not have a winning record. So I have the Bills winning this game and moving on to the second round. And then my second AFC playoff game, I have the Steelers against the Colts. Uh, the seven-seed Steelers playing the two-seed Colts. Um, I, I was really high on the Colts going into this year, and I'm going to stick with my stick with my loving of the Colts here. I guess I have them beating the beating the Steelers, and this is sort of like you said. I'm not confident that like the Steelers will be 100% healthy heading into this game, just because guys like James Conner, guys like Ben Roethlisberger, like I just, you just can't count on them being here after the, after a long season like this. Always and, find a way to injure. Yeah, and I mean, looking at the Colts, Philip Rivers obviously a very old quarterback, so you could say the same for him. Except, like the Colts have the best offensive line in the NFL, so that paired along with that, like that good defense and the trio of running backs, like you talked about, uh, they don't really have a lot of weapons on offense. But like in the wide receiver position, they still have T.Y. Hilton, but not a lot behind him. But I think they'll be fine with getting past the the Steelers in round one. Um, and moving on to the next round. And then my last game, I have the six-seed Titans against the three-seed Ravens, a rematch of last year, obviously. And this is what we like to call a revenge game uh, in the sports world. I don't think that there's any way that the Ravens can play the Titans in the playoffs this year and not win, just because, like, everyone was on that team last year and everyone, like, Got to experience how crushing of a loss that was. I don't. I just don't see that happening again. So I have the Ravens beating the Titans uh, in the first round of the playoffs here. So that will match up my second round of the AFC playoffs, the divisional round. I have the one seed Chiefs who got the bye, playing the four seed Buffalo Bills. I had all favorites win in the first in the first round, which is interesting because like there's not going to be, or I don't know. I would lean towards saying there's not going to be any fans in the stands this year for the playoffs. Yeah. So that's like a huge impact on these games. But uh, I still think that the Chiefs have enough firepower to get past the Bills here. Um, just their offense is so good. And and Andy Reid, like I, I, I'm a huge Andy Reid fan. Patrick Mahomes, so good. Tyree Kill, so good. Clyde Edward Tolaire is going to be so good. Nicole Hardman is so good. Like they're just they're just they just have so many ways that they could be you on offense. I just don't see I just don't see the Bills hanging on there. And then my second game, I have the Colts against the Ravens. Um, I actually have the Ravens winning. So we have the same AFC championship game of the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, like you like you sure said most people do. Yeah, I mean I would say probably like over 90% of people probably say Chiefs, Ravens, just because yeah. I think they're the most, the two most talented teams in the in the NFL, maybe definitely in the AFC. Um, and I have the Ravens winning that AFC championship game, so I have the Ravens in the Super Bowl just like you do. Um, Lamar Jackson, like you said, I think he's on a mission. I, I can you can hear my dog, not my dog, the neighbor's dog barking. Sorry for that. I closed the window. But <laughs> like you said in the AFC West preview, it's very hard to repeat in the NFL. And 
the Chiefs have a very talented roster, but I think the Ravens roster is just as just as talented and sort of a toss up here. But I decided to go with the Ravens. All right, um, I'll get into my NFC side of the bracket then. Close the window. I have, all right. The first match up is the seven um, Cardinals. Um, I have the Cardinals prevailing in that game. The Eagles have never really had much. Has been their secondary, and their secondary will be really put to test here against DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and Kyler Murray, who's looking like he's going to be one of the next stars of the league. So, um, I think the Eagles will struggle to go to Arizona. I already have the Cardinals beating them. Uh, in the regular. So give me the Cardinals over the Eagles in the 2 7 matchup. Um, next matchup is the four seed Vikings versus the five seed Buccaneers. Uh, everyone's really high on the Buccaneers. I mean, I have them making the playoffs, but uh, after that first, the first round, I don't have them going uh, any further. I have the Vikings winning that game. Uh, we kind of talked about this before throughout our NFC North. I'm pretty high on Kirk Cousins as well as you. Um, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, a great running back duo. They'll be able to control the ball on the ground. And I don't think the Stefan Diggs uh, trade is going to harm them. I think Justin Jefferson is going to slide right in and be like Jerry Judy, as I, as I was saying earlier, 70 to 75 grabs this year right away. Adam Thielen's a very good receiver. And you got some good uh, players in defense as well. You just traded for Ngakwe and you got Daniel Hunter, both of them rushing off the edge. Good luck stopping that. The biggest problem with Tampa Bay is their offensive line. So I think the Vikings pass rush gets to Tom Brady and ends his uh, first year in Tampa pretty soon. So give me the Vikings there. And then the 3-6 match, I have uh, the, the these projections. This was before Jamal Adams was traded. So maybe I might have had the Seahawks uh, – getting like five seed yeah him he's gonna be able to do a lot of things for that uh over the years we've known seattle as a defensive minded team but uh this year their offense is definitely better uh than the defense i think but you add in adams and you add in jordan brooks to the draft who i think is going to be a very good line. That gives you some uh, some good players on defense, and I think they'll be able to slow down the high-powered Cowboys offense. Uh, and Dak's playoff woes continue. Uh, Dallas's playoff woes continue. This is kind of wishful thinking, but, hmm. I mean, I have the Cowboys having a great year in the regular season, but Seahawks uh, prevail, and the battle of the two quarterbacks, I'm definitely taking Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott any day of the week, so give me the Seahawks advancing uh which would be a big a pretty big upset the six over the three uh my fc divisional round the two seed cardinals versus the four seed but i'm riding with the cardinals all the way I, i've had them uh since the beginning of this offseason pegged them as my breakout team and i'm going to continue to ride with them here uh, another home game as two seeds so that's big advantage and the vikings lost a lot of pieces from their secondary this past uh offseason especially at corner 
So, I mean, I, f I figure by this point of the year, they might have some of those issues figured out, but definitely not a strong unit. And I just wish teams good luck stopping this uh, air raid offense that the Cardinals might go with. And Kenyon Drake is going to be a mismatch as well. The, the Vikings are one of the better suited teams to cover uh, running backs with their linebackers and Anthony Barr and Eric Hendricks and where Harrison Smith at safety, but very high on him. And I, I like the Cardinals to win this game and a pretty high scoring affair. I think both of these teams are going to be able to put up their fair share of points. And then I have the one seed Saints defeating the six seed Seahawks, uh, setting us up for a Saints Cardinals one versus two NFC title game compared to my five versus six uh, AFC. But I think the Saints have the most talented roster in the NFL alongside the Ravens. Um, if Alvin Kamara can stay healthy uh, and you have another good running back in Latavius Murray, pair them with. And then you have Michael Thomas, who I, I just am amazed at every time I see it. 153 catches, I think it was last year, or 149, something like that. Some absurd number. And you added Emmanuel Sanders this offseason, a good receiver. Uh, beefed up, beef, beef up that offensive line and Cesar Ruiz through the first round of the draft. And you still have a very good uh, defense loaded with playmakers as well. Malcolm Jenkins, Cameron Jordan, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, big names all across that unit. So Saints, definitely the most talented roster in the NFC uh, and arguably the NFL. So that sets us up with a Saints-Cardinals NFC title game. I think this is where the Cardinals' luck runs out. Mm. Amazed that the card. I, we actually have the Cardinals go into the NFC, or I have the Cardinals go into the NFC title game. But every year we see one of these teams kind of break out. And my final four is the Saints, Cardinals, Ravens, Chiefs. Uh, most people are probably picking three out of those four teams. So give me one of these random teams that we uh, usually find every year. Whether it was the Panthers back when they had that great year, or the Eagles. Uh, the Rams, when they kind of came on. So, give me the Saints, though, over the Cardinals, as I was saying, uh, most talented roster, I think, in the NFL, either them or the Ravens. And then Drew Brees could be his final year. Uh, and uh, after some past years where they've disappointed in the playoffs, I think this is the year that they get over that final hump and they make it to the Super Bowl, which will set up them up with a, a heavyweight matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. So, you can... Uh, hit on your NFC picks and then we'll talk about our Super Bowl. All right, so just again, we didn't we did not know our picks before this uh before this podcast. So um I started off with the 5 seed Eagles playing the 4 seed Seahawks um in the first first NFC playoff game. Um obviously the Eagles have to go on the road here, but like I said, there will be no or likely be no fans in the crowd or at least limited fans in the crowd. Um, so that 12th man in Seattle that you that you hear all about, they, they won't have as big of an impact in the game. And I, I have the Eagles winning here, and I know that may seem like a surprise coming from me. Um, I never mm. said who the quarterback was going to be here, but I have them <laughs> finally beating the Seattle Seahawks. It seems like for years now the Seahawks have always beat the Eagles. And honestly... I'm not too confident in this pick just because what's coming out of the Eagles training camp these past few weeks hasn't been glowing and they're Dropping already, uh, it's, it's just ridiculous. So I don't know. Maybe they're getting all the injuries out of the way early. 
Um, I have the Eagles yeah. beating. I have the Eagles beating the Seahawks here in the first round. Call me a homer. Um, and then my second game, I have the Buccaneers versus the Vikings. It's the same matchup as you had in your in your um, NFC. The six seed Bucks taking on the three seed Vikings, and I also have the Vikings winning. Um, just because when you think about what the easiest way to beat Tom Brady is, it's get pressure on him. And what you think about like what the weak link of the Buccaneers is, it's probably their offensive line. And you think of what one of the strengths of the Vikings is, it's they can rush the passer, especially after the Ngake trade. So I think all the all those things will add up and it's sort of a nightmare matchup for the Buccaneers. So I have the Vikings beating them. And then lastly, I have the seven seed 49ers beating the two seed Dallas Cowboys. And like he said, it might be a little wishful thinking on my part. Um, but the 49ers, we saw how good they were last year. Obviously, I have them sort of taking a step back in the regular season, finishing as the seven seed. But they still have loads of talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, I like what they did in the draft this year. I know a lot of people were like sort of iffy on if they won in the draft or not. I really liked it. I think Brandon Ayuk is a really good player. I think he'll fit in great in that offense. So I ha- and like you said, uh, the Cowboys have not have a have not had a history of playoff success over the past few years. So other than that one game against the Seahawks, um, so that sets me up for my second round matchups. I have the five seed Eagles going on the road in Minnesota against the three-seed Vikings. Obviously, no love lost between these two teams. Um, and when you look through Kirk Cousins' career, he he always seems to have the Eagles' number. Um, like, I know when he was in Washington, the Redskins would always beat the Eagles, except for, yeah. except for like, Cousins last year there. But other than that, and obviously over the past few years, we've seen the Vikings sort of handle the Eagles other than the NFC Championship game. Um, so I have the Vikings winning that game, moving on to the NFC title game. And then I have the 49ers versus the Saints, uh, seven seed versus the one seed here. And like you mentioned, I think the Saints are just too good. I mean, it seems like they always sort of choke in the playoffs each year, but not this. I have them beating this this 49ers team. And I don't know, like they just have such a talented roster. It was hard, it was hard to look at them and pick against them in the playoffs. So I went with the Saints over the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G, little question marks there. Is he the guy or not? I'm sure he'll be asked after after this game. But And then that sets me up for my NFC title game. I have the, the Minnesota Vikings against the New Orleans Saints, the three seed against the one seed. And I also have the Saints going to the Super Bowl. So sort of a consensus decision here of yeah. beef up front what the what this – what the Super Bowl will look like. We'll see if we have the same guys winning it. Um, you want to take it over? Yeah. Uh, so, I have a lot of people are probably picking uh, as a Super Bowl matchup, either Saints-Ravens, Saints-Chiefs. So, it seemed like two yeah. of the more popular picks. But I got Saints-Ravens. You take the Portland Saints. Um, Drew Brees' final year, uh, I think they'll be playing motivated for him. Uh, ride, have him right off into the sunset, a la Peyton Manning style, uh, just like John Elway, too. 
one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, finished his career on a, on a strong note. Great offense, great defense, uh, great coach. No real holes with this team. This would be an awesome game. Uh, probably one of the better Super Bowls in recent memories, I think. Where This could be a, a 13-10 to 10 game or a 38-35 to 35 game. Both teams have high-level offenses and high-level defenses, even across the board. It's really just, it's really would just come down to which unit would be clicking that night. And, uh, in a game of experienced uh, quarterbacks uh, versus, a, versus a young guy. I'm going to take Drew Brees, the aging uh, hall, future first ballot Hall of Famer over the next up-and-coming up great quarterback in the league in Lamar Jackson. So give me the New Orleans Saints as my uh, 2020 Super Bowl champions. All right, so we have finally uh, split paths here. I have the, <laughs> I have the, uh, the Ravens winning the Super Bowl over the New Orleans Saints. And it's interesting because it's sort of one of the big reasons is what you decided on the Saints with Drew Brees and sort of the older guy versus the younger guy. I'm going to go with the younger guy here. I think I'm not very high on Drew Brees. Like, obviously, he's a very, very good quarterback. He's had an amazing career. But over the past, like, few years now, I just don't really trust them in these in these huge games to sort of make the big throws, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like his his arm's kind of wearing down, and obviously he's not mobile at all. So, I don't know. I, I think Lamar Jackson is the complete opposite of that. He's sort of just this young guy who's exploded, and he's got all kinds of talent. And I think, obviously, we've seen him struggle in the playoffs, but this is sort of like his revenge tour. And the yeah. Ravens have all the missing. They have all the pieces that you need out of a Super Bowl contender. And I know there are some crazy predictions about them, like like going sixteen and zero, winning the Super Bowl. Like, and I I honestly see it. Obviously, not the sixteen and zero part, but this is a com- this is as complete of a team on paper as I think you can get. And I have them hoisting the Lombardi at the end of this season. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an exciting season, interesting season with uh, everything going on with cars uh, and whatnot. But we'll see if players go down uh, with it, or the season hopefully prevails, makes it all the way to the Super Bowl. But it's been fun uh, going through this series with you, Kev. And you got any last second comments before we wrap it up? Yeah, it's just been nice to sort of, with all the cancellations and sports, everything like that, just sort of look, have something to look forward to. And predicting these, this NFL season has, has been a real fun thing to do. So I'm sure the listeners had fun listening as well. Uh, it's been a good series. Yeah, so uh, just keep an eye out. We're going to be doing do NFL Big Five Games of the Week, uh, previewing the best, what I think are the best matchups each channel going forward so uh just keep an eye out for that and thanks again kevin for hopping on we'll talk to you guys soon